Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Underrated summer song, man. Good pick here. You seem like a Kid Rock kind of guy. Well, he's all right. Everybody can get down with a little bit of Kid Rock. He's just having fun. <laughs> he is. There's a lot of people that don't like him. But he's all right. Hey, I'm not the biggest fan of his music. I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of things. But he's having fun, you know. He gives off that vibe, You're, you know. Do you lose your mind when the on-air light comes on? I have these very nice conversations, be it limited. Because I would like the interaction to be genuine. And when we come on, oh, you got out of the course before the best part. Good grief. When we, and then you like, the, the mic comes on, we go on there and you start talking craziness. What uh, world are you talking about? I don't about? think I said anything crazy. I, I'm being very rational right now. That seemed out of left field to me. I don't know. Uh, maybe I need to have expansive off-air conversations with you so I, ha- I won't be as shocked as I am when you say some of the things you say. Uh, we've got uh, naysayers galore. I listened a little bit of Dan Patrick today. I uh, was on the road and, and uh, got to hear uh, his interview with Keith Oberman, who, of course, we know has absolutely lost his mind. But uh, Oberman doesn't believe any of this stuff's going to happen. Major League Baseball in particular is what he's talking about. That was a, I should have asked you to pull some of that today. We, we might get, uh, look that up for a little later in the week uh, You know, as we get a little closer to this thing. Uh, it is an abbreviated week for us, a holiday week. We'll have uh, details on that coming up later on in the week. Uh, Patrick Johnson with you. Ben Byram is also uh, alongside. It is uh, great to have you with us. Uh, really nice uh, weekend, but gosh, it was hot today. Uh, the big news uh, last night, you know, I got back from the coast and was, you know, sitting back and enjoying myself, relaxing. Uh, trying to make sure that I, I set all the recordings for my stories and the old lady stories and all that. And uh, then I see come across Cam Newton has signed with uh, the New England Patriots. I You know, in all of this, I thought it would be, and I said this, I thought it would be more of a training camp deal, but the caveat would be New England. And I think New England was going to be the landing spot inevitably. Obviously, it is. But I thought they would at least give it a little more time. But apparently, not happy with what they have uh, uh, seen. And uh, they must feel pretty good about Cam's health. Uh, Jim Zoki, Panthers Radio Network, saw Cam's entire career unfold before him. Uh, we'll have uh, our friend Jim Zoki on with us in the second half hour today. In the meantime, oh, we got Boston Sports Audio. Boston Sports Radio Audio. Um, is this a montage? Are, the, are these montages or are these hosts? These are hosts. Okay. Yeah. So we're, this isn't even the callers. No, this is just the hosts. Because some of the callers I heard today, I listened to a little Boston sports radio today. I put, I suffered to put myself through that. 
I like it. I like it. They're fun people. They're funny. I, I like how they talk. You know, they, they think they're wicked smart, you know? So the callers were, I mean, now I've not previewed. I, I wanted to hear this for the first time so I could give a guttural reaction, a first reaction, a genuine reaction to this. The callers, boy, you may, we may have to mash up and do a montage of callers. I'm all for it. This that is going to be fun. That was something. Uh, which one's the better one, EEI or uh, BZ? EEI. I would say that one for last. EEI. Oh, you would? Okay. Yeah. So let's start with, uh, well, I'll tell you where we'll start. Uh, let's let's start with something that's probably a little more of the vanilla take on this. Uh, your favorite show is Get Up from ESPN, of course. And this is the guy who at least I saw broke the story, although others, others I'm sure claim. But uh, the first I saw it was Adam Schefter explaining how Cam ended up in New England. Jared Stidham is a guy, again, they have on the rookie contract. So they got all these quarterbacks together. Together, they're not paying him very much. Why not take that chance on Cam? I think they've used Stidham as part of their future, but they got Cam on a one-year deal right now, Greeny. Cam didn't have interest elsewhere. That's why, period. That's, I guess, uh, Schefter explaining why the one-year deal Yep, incentive laden for the veterans minimum, which comes could come out to seven and a half million. By the way, we have a new Twitter poll up on Cam Newton. We'll get to that in a second after we get through all of this sound. Uh, let's go to Clay Travis here. Uh, from uh, now, is this via the Outkick the Coverage show or website? This is via the Twitter page. Okay, yeah. So this might be audio from the show from earlier this morning. I on think 94.3 he actually might have appeared on another show. Oh, is that right? Yep, and okay. they just kind of recorded it out there. This is Clay Travis. Uh, Cam Newton signing could be the steal of the de- Cam Newton signing could be the steal of the decade. Clay Travis. Clay Travis. Ultimately, Cam is uh, since the Super Bowl steal of the he's decade. Been a very average quarterback in this league. And uh, if you want to, to me, there's two different sides, right? I, I always like to think about um, about players almost like their stock. I can sketch you out a bull case, which people who follow stock markets know that a bullish case is a positive one. And I can also sketch you out a bearish case, which people who follow stocks know would be a negative one, right? So the bullish case would be this. Cam Newton is now playing with the greatest coach that has ever coached him in his career. He is also playing in a situation where he is healthy and with a uh, with an offensive scheme and stop the ta- stop the tape right. We don't know that he's healthy. Now, I, I understand why Clay is saying that as his precursor to this being the greatest still ever. But we really don't know if he's healthy. The Patriots never confirmed that. It's a good point there, yeah, Ben Byron. No one, <laughs> what a point! All right, uh, pick it up right there with uh, Clay Travis with an offensive scheme and system that has been designed to get the ball out of his hands quickly, make relatively quick reads, um, and preserve his overall health like we saw Tom Brady do for most of his career. And we know that, again, the Patriots have pretty well proven that they can block it up for anybody, and they're going to have a scheme designed brilliantly by Bill Belichick to do enough to win every game. All, I don't, right? I, that I, is, all right, enough of that. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that, but I what I doubt is, is does he have the health to pull it off? The the receivers and the I mean he's got two stiffs at tight end. His best receiver is by NFL standards old. 
and has had some injury issues. So they're going to have to be able to run the ball on the offensive line. It's going to be good. The offensive line wasn't that great for Brady last year. Uh, by the way, uh, our great friend, Trent McGee, sports director of IBX Media, at McGee on Sports, tells me that Clay Travis called into his own show. Pulling a little Tim Brando, Henry Hinton move there. Call into your own show while on vacation. That's who does that, Ben. Uh, Tim, I, I like that approach. Brando calls it. <laughs> no. Listen, when I'm on vacation, you will not hear a word, word. You won't hear a syllable from me. Maybe that just means he, he he's like extremely dedicated Travis pulling a, uh, a a Tim Brando and Big Hen calling into his own show while on vacation gracious uh so that's what that was from this morning okay let's get to the let's get to the main course here of this Ben the calls I heard today went I mean they it was the range of sports fandom it was the Red Sox but there was also they're going to go back to the Super Bowl and uh, uh, Bilicek is a genius to, you know, some of the complaints people had here about Cam Newton that, you know, he's more concerned about how he dresses. He's more concerned about an image. Maturity? Uh, there, I think it was more attitude than maturity. I, see, I don't think Cam's that immature of a person. Now, he didn't show himself very well after the Super Bowl loss. That was a, a bad moment. But also, he didn't dive on the ball in the Super Bowl, the fumble. And that was brought up today by some of the callers I heard. It was wild. So this is uh, from WBZFM, the sports, the Boston Sports Hub. Zolan and Bertrand. Hit it. Look out, Mahomes. Look out, Deshaun Watson. Look out, AFC. Cam Newton, now a New England Patriot. Let's- Wait a minute. Look out, Mahomes. Play that part again. You got to play that part again. Have these people watched the, the, the Panthers the last two years? Hit it. Look out, Mahomes. <laughs> Look out, Deshaun Watson. Look out, AFC. Yeah. Cam Newton, now yeah. a New England Patriot. Let's play Fantasyland here for a moment. You're going to have Cam to. Newton comes to New England, highly motivated, with everything to prove trying to save his NFL career after two injured and downright bad seasons as a result of those injuries. Cam Newton comes into New England as a healthy, motivated guy. He wins the job, and he is great for the New England Patriots. Let's assume he's great. How far can the Patriots go with Cam Newton as their quarterback in 2020? Super Bowl. Anybody that doesn't think that way is a freaking fraud because everybody's basically got New England winning the East with Stidham at quarterback without even seeing him play. All right, that leads us to our poll. That's a great segue, Ben, into our Twitter poll for today. First of all, we had a lame Twitter poll that I decided upon Friday. And that was what we were going to do this weekend. Do we, can we get the results of that very quickly, uh, Ben? Let me know when you have that ready. Uh, but uh, I thought that was interesting because I, I was kind of gauging how many people were already going to take vacation. This is awkward week where it's the holiday time for some people, but next week's the holiday time for some people. Okay. So you asked your we- their weekend plans. What are you doing this weekend? Yeah. What's, what's up? wrong with that? What's going on? We are the feel-good edition, get you the weekend edition. Exactly. You said watch NASCAR, watch golf, watch my kids play sports. Well, what I was referencing there, a lot of... Greenville Little League? Well, a lot of baseball, but travel ball has ah. come back. Uh, there's beach volleyball. My guy TJ Long, his two daughters played against one another in yep. beach volleyball. It was daughter versus daughter. Oh. I know. A little controversy there, a little competition. Well, that's probably a tough spot for old TJ to be in. Yeah. You know. 
Uh, and then there was uh, the other one, Start Your Vacation, yep. right? Start right, Your give, Vacation. Give me the percentages for that. All right. 46.7% picked Watch Golf. That's the leader right now. Followed, it oh, was, it's over with. That's who won the poll. Yep. So a lot That's of people watch golf. Okay. Yep. It was tied for second with Start Vacation and Watch NASCAR at 20%. And then the final was Watch My Kids Play Sports, 13.3%. Right. Well, a lot of people must be uh, older. Their kids aren't participating in anything. I heard we have a lot of women that watch, uh, listen to the show. No, that might be it too. Yeah, that might be it too. We have a we have a expanding uh, female audience. Um. Okay. So what's the new poll? This leads us to the new poll here. A much better poll that I will admit that Ben came up with, and uh, with a little help from me, I think we've put together a good poll with our vast staff here today. Give it away, Ben. What is it on on Twitter at nine four three the game? How does Cam Newton's twenty twenty season in New England turn out? We got Super Bowl, playoffs, no playoffs. Or is he going to be cut or slash benched? So far, the leader's playoff, 60.5%. Yeah, so the overwhelming that. majority right now. Sure. Followed by no playoffs, 15.8%. Mm. Then the Super Bowl, 13.2%. Mm. And then 10.5% cut slash bench. Mm, that's come up since we've come on the air. That's a lot. So vote in that. We've already got a few votes uh, there. Uh, it went live right before the show. So you go ahead and uh, vote on uh, that poll at 943 The Game. How do you foresee Cam Newton's 2020 uh, season? in New England turning out. Now, this one guy said Super Bowl. Uh, this is uh, this is the main event. This is the OG in uh, Bo- Boston Sports Talk. This this is WWE or WEEI, the Greg Hill show. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I does it need context? It does a, a little bit. So instead of reacting and be like, "Oh, this is awesome. This sucks." They didn't even mention that at all. They just skip right through that and they're like, "They're covering up Spygate 2.0 and they're debating about that." Is this signing uh, covering up Spygate well, 2.0? that's an interesting thing. This news of Cam Newton, I think, 17 minutes after the news that New England yeah. was going to get fined a million dollars and lose a draft pick and not be able to film any more uh, games during the 2020 season, whatever form that takes, with its television crew. This dates back to the thing of filming the... Uh, Bengals. Was it the Bengals sideline or a Bengals practice? It was a practice. Yeah. In the Bengals press box, practice. I believe, or yeah. something like that. yeah. So this is the punishment for that, then the Cam Newton thing. Also, did you see where Robert Kraft, I guess, his deal down in Florida? Oh, I didn't see that. There's going, more on board. There's, there's it's going to court. It's going to an appellate court, apparently. Oh, my. Okay, so this is – so this is uh, so EEI doesn't even talk about the uh, – No, they just skip right over that. All right, go ahead and play that then. How do you not get it, though? Like, How do you not get there's it? There's reports How, out here. You, from, you played for the organization. From, you follow them every day. They're, a, they're one of the most... There's, uh, listen, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a report out here. For, I'm going to give you the date on this so so you morons know. January, we know. Oh, yeah, January, we're the morons in this January case. January yep, 2nd. Us. Not you. Uh, January not you. 2nd, 2020. Yep. From Mark Massey of the Washington Post a number of times, according to his people, there's no evidence linking Bill Belichick or the coaches to any... Thing that went on but with the, the excessive, video you the read excess- that to Shepard, right? Yeah. I can't even. Um, it's not even Red Sox season yet. <laughs> okay, so I want to go back to the first one, uh, BZ, which was a, made a lot more sense. I uh, that there was that sounded like that sounded like something you just like the two guys with the accents, the funny accents arguing I, I to me. It, ben. it encompasses Boston radio, right there. Well, no, I that's think. a good point. That's a good point. You're a student of the game, Ben Byron, ladies and gentlemen, but. I, I do agree with the fact that, uh, you know, regardless of health, Cam will be very motivated. Here's the other part of that. Bill Belichick's going to be very motivated this year. This is not a punt year for the New England Patriots. 
this is a get back to the playoffs, get further than Tampa Bay does. Brady's going to be equally as motivated, extremely motivated. So I, 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 I do think the combination of Cam, and I've said this all along, if Cam Newton's healthy, Cam Newton still can be a, a in the right situation, can be a very productive and dangerous quarterback. I don't know how much they're going to want to run Cam Newton. You know, I guess he just turned 31, but he seems like he's an old 31. He's Maybe, a beaten and battered 31 for sure. He is certainly sure. a beaten and battered 31, and that has a lot to do with the fact that he has he's, uh, he's, he's had basically a career as the greatest rushing quarterback in NFL history to date. I, I don't think there's any... No doubt about it. I'm not trying to say Lamar Jackson currently is not that person uh, or quarterback, but historically, Brady or uh, Cam Newton's the guy. If you're talking legacy, Cam Newton. Yeah. And, you know, they had an interesting little back and forth on this on Dan Patrick earlier today. You know, he's uh, – look up his career. I, I want to make sure I get that. I think it's 182 is the career touchdown passes. So if he gets to 250 and he rushes for, they said 80 touchdowns, is Cam Newton a Hall of Famer? I, I would say right now his career he's not, although he did win an MVP, and usually if you've won an MVP and you play quarterback in the NFL, you, you usually are able to get to the Hall of Fame. So it's 182. So 250 seems to kind of be that number. But then the point was brought up by one of the Danettes about you know his accuracy and and not being able. If they have competence, a, a a safety valve that can be relied on, like a Greg Olson, to a degree CMC. You know, I I really kind of want. I got to thinking about this today. How much better would if Cam had been healthy the last two years? How much? How much would he have been helped by Christian McCaffrey? I think he could have been helped tremendously by Christian McCaffrey if healthy, but it's hard to, you know, play the what if game there. All I know is that the guy has not looked good for two years. I don't think there should be any expectation in Boston or anywhere that he is going to return to MVP form. I'd love it if he did, but I, I just don't think, I think again, there's too many, too much wear and tear, too much mileage on that. So we'll get Jim Zoki to talk about that uh, in some more detail coming up. Boy, the, that Boston radio is fun, isn't it? I love it. I love it. I, here's what I think you ought to do. All right. I think you ought to pick one of the shows. Okay. And I think you ought to – we'll make it a stunt. Why not? Because, you know, radio stunts are the thing. Yeah. I think you ought to try to pick a show, and you ought to call up there. Get a get a fake Boston accent? No, 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 just... no, no. Just talk in your regular accent. Okay. Cam Newton. Are they just going to trash me before I even get a word in? Or? I think it'd be interesting to hear how they would react to you. Yes, I think it'd you be. You dumb Southerner. I, that, I, I, I tried a Boston accent there. It didn't work out. But. That didn't work. Your one earlier was all right. Because, you know, they they uh, hung up on our guy, uh, uh, Chip Alexander. Really? Uh, from the uh, NNL. He was talking hockey with him, and they were they couldn't. They, they looked down on us. Well, yeah. Well, so, I looked yeah. down on them. <laughs> You're entertainment to me. No, no, it's inter- it's totally entertainment. It's totally entertainment. Um, but that would be, I think, if you would call and you could uh, we'll record it, we'll play it. So there you go. I can do it. If you want to do it this week, do it. I, I'm I, all for it. It's a holiday week. What the hell? Just go ahead and do it. You, you're, it's your independent right to do that. 
and we'll see how they react to you. Now, don't try to put on like a thing. No, 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 no. Talk like you normally it's just would. It's going to be me. He's the guy from Low, Fox, ain't he? I mean, just Low that, Country Elmo over there here. There you go, Country Elmo, exactly. Uh, okay. A um, couple places we could go with college football uh, Orlando Sentinel publishing uh, the payouts from the AAC. And boy, did UCF get a lot of money. Uh, we've got the ECU numbers. Uh, only better than a few teams in the league. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll have that. Uh, Pat Forty, now formerly with Yahoo, now with uh, Sports Illustrated, wrote a fascinating article. We've got it published on there. It's kind of a what-if, funnish kind of scenario, but I really like it, where it looks at uh, your trying to take all the FBS programs and totally realign them. I think that's a great idea, actually. Uh, the ECU deal would put them in an FBS league uh, with all the seven FBS football members from the state, including the Pirates in that, so the other six. Uh, the three from Virginia, the two from South Carolina. I think that would be tremendous. Mike Houston might not be so fired up about being in the same league as uh, Clemson, but, you know, again, this is kind of a fun what-if scenario. Uh late June, early July fair. We've reached out to Pat. We're trying to get him on the show sometime uh, during our time here this week. And uh, it would be great to discuss uh, with him. But we'll get into some of that and also hear some audio from him uh, via a podcast on it coming up. Uh, Plus, uh, there is uh, someone who does not believe that we are uh, going to have college football start on time. Those details. When uh, we return here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like us on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page for breaking sports news, pictures, and videos. Programming alerts and the latest from the ECU Pirates. Patrick Johnson. For a guy who thinks he's cool, you're sure no fun. This is the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Oh, it was killer hot today. 91. What is it now, Ben? Look up the current temperature while I read the forecast here. A low tonight of 72. High near 90 tomorrow again. Uh, 40% chance of rain that lingers into tomorrow night. Wednesday, uh, it is uh, high near 88. 50% chance of rain. 50-50 shot Wednesday night. We hold on to that half percent chance of rain. 50-50 shot. One and two shot, whatever you want to call it, uh, on Thursday with a high of 88. Still a 50% chance of uh, showers or storms on Thursday night, the low of 71. Friday, 90. And the rain uh, chance finally diminishes. It is uh, even hotter than it was earlier today. It's 92 right now. Hottest point of the day. Uh, That is uh, your forecast. Patrick Johnson show on uh, this uh, final Monday of June. We've got uh, Pirate football starting uh, with a post-July 6th kind of return of everybody in a sense, and then camp starting latter part of, eh, about a month from now, a little over a month from now. Uh, we'll see where uh, things go with that. Uh, the Orlando Sentinel today reporting that uh, UCF got a payout from the American for the eighteen uh, nineteen fiscal year of uh, $7.5 million. Uh, that is uh, a slight decline from uh, the year prior in this reporting here. Uh, so this goes back a couple of years ago, or uh, at least a season ago from the one that was just completed. Uh, that year, that 18-19 year, seven teams qualified for a bowl. That included uh, the uh, UCF Knights, who actually went to the New Year's Six Access Bowl for a second 
straight year that year. That was the year they lost to LSU in the uh, Fiesta Bowl and had their long win streak snapped. Um, the AAC that year had uh, Cincinnati get over $6 million. USF, 5.6. Memphis, 4.7. Temple got $4.5 million on a payout. Houston, 4.4. Tulane, 3.6. I told someone earlier East Q got 3.88, but it's actually 3.338. Uh, SMU, 3.3. Tulsa, 3.3. Memphis, uh, just under $2 million. Uh, UConn, a little over a $1 million. And uh, that was the first year Wichita was in the league as a full all-sports member except football, and their uh, payout because of basketball was uh, $419,000. That year, Oresco made $1.9 Three million as the commissioner, uh, but it just kind of shows you and, and why this new TV deal will be extremely important as far as money goes to ECU. Uh, let's. Uh, I don't think we have time for the forty stuff, uh, and we'll probably get into that again. I hope we can have Pat on tomorrow. I'm going to try to follow up with him, uh, but it would be great to have uh, him on. But it's kind. Of, it kind of reimagines what football could look like. Uh, it, it, was it like 10, 12 team? conferences ecu would be in there with uh the triangle teams seemed like he was trying to make it a little bit more regional well, yeah, more more regional and it'd be great uh wake forest would also be included. so the big four would be in there ecu app charlotte uh then uh tech virginia odu and uh south carolina and a little outfit called clemson uh clemson had what additional 14 players test COVID, uh, test positive for covid uh, with that in mind, uh, Paul Feinbaum tells Get Up of ESPN, of course, he doesn't think that the college football season will start on time. College football is just an absolute hot mess right now. I mean, you have so many different views and really no no leader, as, as has been pointed out many, many times. Greg Sankey, the, the SEC commissioner, joined us last night on our program, and he said that conference alone has between 15 and 20 contingency plans. I mean, I don't know where you come up with all those, um, but they refuse to admit that uh, this is going to uh, be an insurmountable challenge. I think what Laura said is really where you have to keep your eye on. Uh, By now, we thought we would know everything. We don't know anything. And I think we're now pointing toward mid-July for the next big decision. And I think many people in college football privately, nobody publicly is saying this, but privately are saying that the likelihood of the season being delayed is very good. Maybe. I, I, I still don't want to go that far yet. I still think there's time to do this. You know, you're going to have these cases crop up, and there's a big difference in having them, you know, now, which, I mean, Clemson's got, you know, several dozen. Others have uh, – at players test. I mean, again, we'd heard Georgia had a huge amount of their team reportedly, but I've not seen that reported yet. That was kind of passed along, uh, in some info to us. Um, yeah. And ECU's had the one test, um, student athlete they did not indicate who it was. There's some rumors swirling about what sport that individual came from, but, uh, it is going to happen and you just have to be willing to do the best you can uh, and not try to compromise anyone's health uh, individually. But, I mean, if you ask the players, I might be wrong. You know, we're, if we're asking the NBA guys, no. But if you're asking everybody else, especially football guys, I think by and large the players want to play. I, I think if people 
were thinking that coming in, not the, this many players was going to test positive for COVID. COVID, they're a little oblivious. I mean, we kind of had, we well, kind of expected this to happen. I this mean, this is more of that. Can we? Again, I've never seen a group of people, people that cover football, want to want the demise of football. It's 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 a phenomena that is so strange to me. I've never understood it. All right, uh, we got Zoke coming up in a little bit. We need to hustle here. Ben Byram with an update now. Uh, all kinds of things to cover here out of the weekend and also uh, some comings and goings uh, for some local stuff and some wild baseball results uh, from a fun event over the weekend. Here's Ben with all of that. Ben Barm here for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. ECU Athletics for East Carolina women's golfers. Carolina Hermes, Dorothy Forbrig, Sarandon Shumi, and Grace Yadawara have been named 2019 through 2020 Division I All-American Scholars, according to an announcement by the Women's Golf Coaches Association, in a league in which every other starting quarterback opportunity was full. The Patriots gave the former NFL MVP Cam Newton his only chance of being a week one starter on a competitive team. Newton can reportedly make up to $7.5 million in incentives incentives or he would presumably be able to hit the market again under far better circumstances in 2021. The Cam News came out as it was announced by the NFL that New England has been fined $1.1 million for inappropriately filming the Cincinnati Bengals sideline during a game last season. On Sunday, the league also took away a third-round pick in the 2021 draft. Locally, the Down East Wood Ducks have hosted a pair of senior send-off games at Historic Granger Stadium in Kinston over the weekend. The Green Wing County team topped the Lenore Pitt Seniors. The Green Wing team exploded in the third inning and kept the ball rolling in a 23-5 shell-shacking of the Lenore Pitt Club. South Central's Xavier Meacham wouldn't allow a base runner over the first two innings. Once he exited, the Wayne Green team saw its offense go off. In Game 2, the senior All-Star team composed the players from Beaufort, Carteret, Craven, and Pamlico counties mounted a huge comeback to defeat Duplin, Jones, Onslow, and Sampson County 21-20. BCCP scored 11 runs in the bottom of the ninth to earn the improbable win. And while he considered to be one of the best high school prospects of the decade, Imani Bates is committed to Michigan State Spartans. Fair 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Byram. Cam Newton, now the new kid on the block in New England. Panthers Radio Network's Jim Sokey here to talk about it on the other side of this quick timeout. Log on to 943thegame.com for blogs about the Pirates program schedules and more. The Patrick Johnson Show. He's the perfect stud muffin. He's a menace to society. Every weekday at 5 on 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, I'll tell you about the pickup for ECU baseball uh, before we uh, wrap up here with the 2020 class. Uh, Cam Newton to New England. Our Twitter poll today is how do you think uh, Cam Newton's 2020 season will uh, go in New England? Ben, what are the options? We got Super Bowl playoffs, no playoffs, or cut slash bench. Who currently leads uh, percentage-wise? Which, an- which answer? Right now, it's still playoffs at 60%. Okay. Jim Zoki from the Panthers Radio Network basically saw the entire uh Career of Cam Newton to date unfold right in front of him here. Good to have uh, Zoke on from the Panthers Radio Network and a major radio star out in Charlotte joining our little radio clubhouse here. Zoke, how are you? 
you know, of all the radio stars in Charlotte, I'm one of them, Patrick. <laughs> all right, if you had to vote oh, in our Twitter poll, Jim, what would you say? Well, it's hard to bet against playoffs with the, the Patriots unless they just get snake bit with injuries. And, uh, you know, Cam has cleared the medical as far as the foot and the shoulder, so there's no reason to believe he's not healthy based on him releasing workout videos almost every day. So he seems <laughs> like he's in shape. I mean, you know, he's been in the league, what, nine years? You're going to be a little dinged up whether you've had surgeries or not. So, I mean, I think I think you'll, they'll definitely get the best version of him because he's in a contract year on a one-year deal that is paying him seven and a half instead of $19 million, which is what he was scheduled to make. So uh, he's, he's kind of an approve-it one-year deal here, so they'll absolutely get the absolute best version of him. I would think he'll be doing the old, uh, like he used to, you know, throwing the body and uh, into the end zone and getting that extra yard and, and not uh, trying to preserve himself. You know, um, he's also going to have a very more so motivated than normal, I would think, Bill Belichick involved in this thing, too. Oh, great point. Yeah, Josh McDaniels, too. I think it's reinvigorated probably both of them to do something new with a completely different quarterback. We know this. They got a lot younger at quarterback, 12 years yeah. younger. Yeah. People keep asking, what's Cam got left in his tank? Well, 12 more years than Tom Brady, but, you know, <laughs> they're different kind of players, obviously. I don't think Tom Brady did as much running in his career to this point. We'll just check the numbers on that. But yeah. uh, he, he um, I think Cam Southie basically had, you know, a year off. He only played the two games last year, so he, he should be in pretty good shape. We got uh, Jim Zoki, Panthers Radio Network, uh, with us uh, here. As far as Cam, did Cam take to heart when, when he would get, uh, you know, ding from people? In other words, there seemed like, and, and gosh, you can't base this stuff, but you know, I also hear it on sports talk across the state. It seemed like there were those that uh, wanted to take their shots at Cam in that forum, but also uh, those that were, you know, apologists, some to the extent that they thought that there were some, some you know, various overtones when, when people would be critical of certain things about Cam. Did Cam Newton take any of that to, to, to heart in your to your knowledge, uh, Zoki, I mean, did he have kind of rabbit ears to that stuff? I think he, he's very active on social media, so uh, he probably sees more than he lets on from critics and whether that's fans or media type. I think he, um, <clears throat> he's got that phrase, you know, smile through the shade or something like that. I might be a word off on that, but it's like yeah. a smile through the shade. And the shade is people throwing shade at you. So it, it seems like kind of a chip on his shoulder that motivates him that uh, he doesn't mind carrying. And you know what? He played at Auburn. He won a Heisman Trophy. There was controversy when he left Florida State. There was controversy at how he ended up at Auburn. Uh, he's had controversy in his career. And I'm, I'm talking a lot of this just about you know, the way he plays football. Uh, and so I think he's matured a lot as a, as a grown-up, uh, became a captain with this team. And to me, was uh, by and large uh, liked by his teammates, mm -hmm. uh, respected. We've seen through a lot of you know Greg Olson, Jonathan Stewart, Trey Turner, so many other, uh, congratulating him on his new gig. So uh, I think you know he he does have uh, some of that, but you know at the end of the day, it's how you perform. You paid a lot of money, and I think seven and a half million is a lot of money. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how, how far it goes in Greenville, but I think seven quite and a half million is a lot of money. Quite a way. I think quite a way. Yeah. You could probably buy a lot of Greenville. I would think with <laughs> seven and a half million dollars. <laughs> There's other parts of the east I might could just buy the whole swath of land for that amount, but. Exactly. Yeah. Build your own dream home. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jim Zoki with us. The reason I bring that up, Jim, you know, obviously the New York media, but having, I, I, I put myself through listening to a couple of uh, Boston stations today. We had some audio here of hosts, but I, I listened at various points today, particularly in the morning, just to hear some callers. And whew. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, 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 that's a tough crowd up there. 
how's he going to do it? How's he going to do with that crowd? I mean, you know, if, if, if the thing, if, if the talk here in, in North Carolina bothered him, it's benign compared to up there. No, I think Charlotte is one of the easy, I've always thought it's a crazy easy market as far as it's not critical. There's not a lot of uh, big commentaries that are negative. Um, so it's, it's a very kind of media group, I would say, especially when you compare it to the East coast and the big cities, uh, absolutely true. And I can't imagine what you heard today on just the callers calling in there because it could be brutal. <laughs> it could be brutal. Yeah. But you know what? He's in a prove it year. So he doesn't have to stay. If he goes up there and plays yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, he starts in roughly August. He'll end roughly in December or January. So, I mean, you're talking about a rental for five months. He'll, he'll, he'll put his head down and, and go to work and stay focused on that. If he likes it. I think it'll it'll be good for him, and if he doesn't, I'll say this beyond the fans. You know, Brandon LaFell, for those who remember the Panthers receiver from years ago, uh, left here, went two years and played for Belichick in New England, uh, won a lot of games, and hated it. He hated playing for Belichick. It's not fun, even though they were winning. He did not enjoy his football playing there. It wasn't. I don't think fan directed. I think it was. You know, they take it so seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very. You know, it sounds like the kind of stuff as a fan you would expect. Go work hard. That's kind of what we all grew up on. Uh, but some of these players today don't like that. And so it's going to be interesting. Cam's about picking out the music at practice sometimes and having fun. He's obviously about the personality and the wardrobe. And it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what kind of mindset he brings to New England, knowing that Bill Belichick is uh, a man of few words. I know the players in, in large part like him. He's different with the media. But uh, it's not going to be fun in games up there. It's going to be get to work and win ball games. See, the thing I think with um... – Cam that everybody overlooked the last couple of years. And, and let's face it, I mean, it's he's the quarterback. People are going to take shots at him, uh, especially when he was not particularly very good at times. Uh, but I always thought when healthy, uh, and as you said, his teammates never questioned anything about Cam Newton's work ethic, uh, you know, what kind of guy he is. I mean, that's your litmus test. And, you know, I think if Cam Newton is, is motivated, as we've discussed here, I think from a winning and competitive standpoint, he'll be ready to go. I don't foresee there being a whole lot of problems. I might be wrong, but that's at least my my kind of perspective on it. Uh, what say you on I, that, Zoe? I think you know it's got to be a business trip for five months, and he's just got to go up there and work hard. Because, I mean, the, the quarterbacks now, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, I mean, they're making $30, 35000000 million a year. He's got a chance to cash in on one of those five-, six-year deals, making about probably about $35 million if he plays the way – that he's capable of doing at his best. Does that be the MVP? I mean, Kirk Cousins is not an MVP in this league. Right. So if he just plays really well, does a good job there, and whether he stays there or goes elsewhere, that's the kind of contract he will fully be in line with uh, beginning next year. Panthers got Bridgewater for, I want to say, $21 million a year for three years. He'll be getting a contract much bigger than that uh, if he plays well. You know, the he's 31, but we were talking about it earlier in the hour. He seems like a, a, and you alluded to it, a battered 31. It almost seems like he was older, but maybe I'm just remembering Cam Newton not so much in his, you know, 15 uh, form, MVP form, but just kind of what we saw the last couple of years. He, he was really obviously banged up pretty badly. And, I mean, if you've ever had anything where you can't, you have a, an issue with uh, your feet or your legs, I mean, it's, it's brutal um, on, on just everyday people. I, I can imagine it's a pro athlete. So, uh, you know, but I, I do you think what they what offensively they may uh, try to put together here it doesn't on paper look like this this tremendous roster of personnel, but I mean 
they're going to do what they have to do to win games, and and, and I, I suspect they're going to try to run the ball a little more. Yeah, they got a great one in Sony Michelle. Oh yeah, uh, and he, he said kind of a pedestrian lot of receivers. You got thirty four year old Julian Edelman, route runner. You've got Muhammad Sanu. Uh, you've got uh, you got Demir Bird, former Gamecock. <laughs> I mean, they really did. It's not a, a lot of big name talent there as far as what they got. Doesn't mean they can't add to that. They've been known to. You know, go out and get a Josh Gordon and other players at the last minute and do things. Um, but I would think, um, you know, it's going to be centered around Cam. I think they're going to use that dual threat, try to use them. They're not saving him for anything. I don't think he's trying to be saving the body. I don't think they're going to try to uh, save him from doing that either. Not that he's going to be reckless. But I think they're going to go back to what makes him special is a dual threat uh, because he's not the most accurate passer of the ball. In fact, he'd be in the lower third out of starting NFL quarterbacks. But when it works is because you have to respect the run. You know, if you can drop, you know, a bunch of guys in coverage, you know, it's going to be hard for them to throw, but if they got to like be where he's going to take off and run, that opens a lot, uh, a lot of the passing lanes. And uh, I think that's what Josh McDaniels is probably going to do with them. All right. We got Jim Zoki with us. Uh, Matt rule had his press conference Friday. We, we took some audio from that. The, the big national headline was him saying uh, that he may kneel alongside players in the national anthem. If they choose to um, what were some of the, your takeaways from uh, that press conference at, uh, or, or Zoom teleconference, whatever you want to call it, that Rule had uh, into the week? It's just it's just so limited right now because it's a Zoom press conference about them having Zoom meetings with players or <laughs> having Zoom workouts. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's, there's nothing, there's almost nothing to evaluate. Did the guys nod their head as if they seemed to know what you were saying about the playbook? I mean, that's about where we are as a league right now is, uh, you know, there's, there's no getting together. He's only met like 20 of the players in person Not that you can't speak over zoom or over the phone and FaceTime, but it's like, you know, this is such a different year uh, with a rookie coaching staff essentially. So, I mean, they're yeah. coming in cold and uh, we've got a big turnover of, you know, no Luke Keekley, you know, no cam, all these, all these new players coming through here. So they've got some good pieces obviously and CMC and KK short, uh, but there's not a, a ton of that. And so I think, there's really not a lot to evaluate from that press conference. I've been in all these press conferences. There's really not much to say. As far as the kneeling thing, I mean, he's point blank asked, would you kneel? And his answer was kind of like, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll value it when I get yeah, there. Yeah. So he didn't really, you know, people say, oh, I can't believe he said this. Like, well, he's asked, are you going to kneel or not kneel? <laughs> you have to formulate words and respond to it. So, I mean, just there wasn't anything, I don't think, controversial or juicy about it. They, they, they seem to be really high. I was on the Joe Brady press conference a couple of weeks ago. Him and Ruler. Just think Teddy's just the guy for what they want to do with this offense. So it's exciting. I think you know, in some ways it's time for something new. Whether it's successful out of the gate, probably not uh, right away yeah. based on the circumstances. Uh, but I think it's intriguing what they're trying to do, and they're certainly all on the same page, which is a good sign. All right, Zoke, what are you going to do here for the next uh, few weeks? Talking to you from my yard where I'm doing a stacked stone, uh, kind of edging around uh, some of the uh, natural areas here. So thanks for giving me a break from uh -huh. that. Gotcha. It's very hot uh, today, Zoki. It's very hot. Very warm. Got 4th of July coming up. So I'm trying to get this all done. I got a double shift tomorrow. I got a morning show. And I got to host the midday show tomorrow on FNZ. Uh, wow. So I got a big eight-hour radio day tomorrow. So I'm trying to trying to get my work done, Patrick, so I can enjoy the weekend. I got you. Look at all right, Where can people pick up this uh, FNZ show tomorrow? Online? In our yeah, market. we're on live. We're on Run the radio.com app, okay. right. uh, which I know that much about it. It's called radio.com and it's uh, 610 WFNZ, 10 to 2 tomorrow. I'll be in there Ooh. with uh, Travis uh, T Bone, if you know T Bone from Mac uh -huh. and T Bone, the Mac Attack, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and also John. 
John Fokey, who's the radio voice of the Charlotte Hornets. So we're going to kind of have a little Panther Hornet day for four hours. I should tell you, this is actually good. Mm-hmm. We've got John Fox. We've got Bill Polian. We've got the Hornets coach, James Borrego. we got Ian Eagle. So we got some big-name guests coming in tomorrow. All right, we might lift some audio from that and play it for our little audience uh, here. Is that fine? Can we for do Patrick, that? Patrick, you know what? I don't care. Record it, play it back, and take the afternoon off. Go to the beach. You're in Greenville. I could do that. You know, I went to the beach this weekend, I'm, and I'm leaving for the mountains a little later. So, well, there you go. Yeah. That, you get a little head start. I Ben, record that, and I will play it over. I'll loop it in the vehicle on the way to the mountains. My <laughs> wife will love it. The docile tones of Zoak. On the way to the to the mountains for the holiday, she's like my she's like my wife. She'll be sleeping the whole way. You can listen to whatever you want. No, mine's too busy telling me how I'm not doing a good job driving, Jim, and you can't sleep and do that at the same time. So <laughs> different situation. Mine, mine sleeps, but she doesn't have to endure it and look at the, the road. Uh, I'm going to suggest that tonight at dinner. I'm, I'm, that will go over well, I'm sure. All right. Uh, hey, great to talk to you as it always is, Jim. Thank you for the uh, time here, and uh, good luck tomorrow. I'm, I will uh, tune into that. I, I'm looking forward to hearing you guys on there tomorrow. I appreciate that. Always fun. Thanks, Patrick. All right. Thank you. Jim Zoki, Panthers Radio Network, on WFNZ tomorrow. Uh, stream it on the radio.com. Actually. John Fox, Bill Polian. That's a good That's a good lineup. I like let's, it. Let's get some of that. Get on that tomorrow, okay? Hey, I'll be listening. All right. Good. Get on it. Uh, we'll wrap uh, things up. Uh, let me see here. We got a few things to tell you about that kind of happened over the weekend and all of that. Uh, plus uh, some other news uh, via ECU baseball. All of those uh, details coming up as we wrap up the Monday edition. This is where the Pirates play. 94.3 The Game. Your home for the best ECU game day coverage in all of the Pirate Nation. Here we go. We're back. Back to the P-Man. This is the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. ECU getting uh, a stud from Alexander Central Baseball for their 2022 Class A. Pitcher and uh, infielder named Cade Miller, friends at Pirate Analysis. Uh, reporting on that, Cliff Godwin tweeting about uh, that with great excitement earlier today. Uh, though not naming the player, but uh, Pirate Analysis uh, dug that up. Uh, great job there. I talked to Justin today. He's running ready to go for the uh, football season. I like it. I like it. Uh, ECU baseball, that news there. Colin Cowherd says uh, Patriots are not a playoff team with uh, Cam Newton. Interesting. Of course. Uh, we'll get into the 40 thing tomorrow. I think that's – I want to kind of read the article where I'm devoting time to actually sit down and reading it and not in between things uh, today. But I think the concept is very, very good. Uh, it was great to have Jim Zoki on. Zoke does a, a great job. He'll be on uh, out in the Charlotte market tomorrow doing the midday show. So uh, we'll try to catch up uh, some of that, bring you a little bit of those comments. I'm anxious to hear John Fox's comments. I'm sure they're going to ask him about Cam going to uh, New England or signing with New England. Uh, great job today by Ben Byram across the way. Uh, ben, the Twitter poll goes uh, until right before the show tomorrow. So make sure to vote in it. How do you think the 2020 season will go for Cam Newton in New England is the question essentially. Super Bowl, playoffs, no playoffs, cut slash benched. And uh, you can uh, vote on that at 943 The Game on Twitter. Follow us uh, there. Also like us on uh, the Facebook, my Twitter at P-Man on Air. Ben Byron's Twitter is... Uh, B-Byron13. At B-Byron13. There you go. Uh, we'll uh, greet you tomorrow. Uh, great week of guests. We're going to have the new ECU volleyball coach later in the week. 
trying to catch up with uh, Brian Mall. Lots of things to talk about in golf. So it'll be a good week. Have a great evening out there. If you're going to be out watching uh, any uh, of the Little League Baseball, stay hydrated. It's hot. See you tomorrow.